Welcome to Planet and Flourishing. I'm your host, Kristen Andrus. We are so glad you're here. Today, Stephen and I are discussing giving ourselves permission. A lot of times when we make goals or implement new habits into our daily rhythms, it involves telling ourselves no. And this can sometimes make these changes feel like an obligation or something we are dreading rather than something to look forward to because of the positive benefits they can have on our day to day. So this time of year, people really start focusing on all of the things that they're going to tell themselves no about mm-hmm. in just a few weeks. Right. Um, so talk about the need for giving ourselves permission to say yes to some things. Yeah. So the new year comes and, you know, it's a new year, a new you, right? You yeah. got to see that <laughs> over and over again, as cheesy and corny as it is. But a lot of people are going to be looking at the new year thinking about maybe foods that they need to remove from their diet or bad habits they need to stop. So there is quite a bit of telling ourselves, no, don't do this anymore. When maybe there are some areas of our lives as well that pertain to our overall health that we should be saying yes to, that we should um, give ourselves permission to do or to uh, participate in. And although as adults, we think, well, I don't really need permission. It's kind of like in our nature to, for whatever reason, to feel like we need people's permission to be who we are, to be authentic, to be uh, the person that we want to to be or do the things that we want to do. Um, so it's yeah. kind of an interesting dynamic that we and feel I like we need permission. I think we see that a lot, that subconsciously we're seeking that because we are seeking permission. We're seeking permission from our friends and social media and colleagues and acquaintances and um it seems like an endless cycle of us longing and desiring for approval and for somebody to say yes. Yeah. When really we should be telling ourselves yes. Right. Yeah. It's like every like is permission to wear those shoes that day (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. or have a family that looks like a certain way or an activity that you've participated in. It's like we're constantly seeking permission and approval from other people. And it's kind of in our nature because as children, we're, we're, we, we seek permission. We're seeking permission to uh, live within the boundaries of our family. And when a parent tells a child, you have permission to eat that cookie, like, or you have permission to go play outside or play with your friends that allows the child to be like completely immersed in that activity are present with whatever they're doing. So there's no background noise of, is this okay or not? And then when we move into like adulthood, um, we start telling ourselves no all the time. You know, um, we get busy with schedules, we get busy with family life, and it's suddenly it's, no, you don't have time to do this, and no, you can't fulfill this dream or this vision. And I, I hear people often saying, I feel selfish, telling myself yes to something. Um, And I think there are some very healthy areas. Obviously not every every area of our life do we need to say yes, but there are some very healthy areas of our lives that we probably should look at and say, you know what, maybe I should say yes 
in some of these areas to some of these things. Yeah. And for people that are listening right now, just go ahead and think of the last time you told yourself, yes, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe some of you might have trouble remembering that time because you're so used to saying no to yourself. So what, what areas of our lives does saying no affect deeply that maybe we wouldn't think of? Well, I think it can affect our boundaries, our, our personal boundaries. Um, when we, when we don't say yes to some things in our own lives, when we're constantly telling ourselves, no, I don't have time for this or no, I can't be involved in this. So one area that like telling ourselves no constantly might affect is just our personal boundaries. For example, if a spouse really has a passion for something that's going to require some, some energy, some time, maybe even some time with family because they're, they're looking at it and say, well, I have all these other obligations. I can't do anything for me now. I'm going to say no to all of those dreams or those passions or goals and say no there. Obviously there are times when that's required through seasons of life. You have to say no, but there's also the opportunity or the, um, it could bring up resentment where a person begins to resent the good things that they have because they're not quote unquote, filling their bucket. So they're not giving themselves permission to do something that gives them life that they're passionate about, that they enjoy, that develops them spiritually or emotionally. Um, and so they might develop resentment at the good things in their lives, not really wanting to trade those good things, but kind of like feeling like they've pushed the pause button in their life and all the other things they want to do have to wait when that's not actually always the case. And that can cause people to feel stuck. Like I don't have any options to explore or to discover or grow or develop myself where you just might have to step back a little bit and say yes in like smaller ways or in different ways and, and, you know, work together with your husband or your wife to manage the schedule. But it, it doesn't mean you have to say no because you have these other obligations and responsibilities. I get it though, because when you have the the trappings of everyday life, you know, and that sounds terrible. I don't mean trappings as in you feel trapped, but sometimes you might feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, when your obligations and kids and getting them here and there, and you feel all of the things pulling at you, it's hard to feel like you can take that time. And it's also hard to allow yourself to feel like there's extra time or there's things that can be put aside Mm -hmm. to enable you to partake in things that are life-giving to you. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard to balance, especially when there's family involved. But one thing that I think you and I have learned or we're learning in our in our marriage is when we give each other the support to pursue a dream or to pursue an activity or even a hobby that maybe doesn't involve the other person, um, we have recognized that that benefits us as a whole. Like, you know, when you give me time, not that you have to give me permission, but when I have your permission to go on a backpacking trip 
you know that I'm going to come back refreshed and restored and, and clear-minded. And when you need some time for yourself, it's kind of both of us, like our our recharge time is in solitude. Mm-hmm. So when you need that time and I'm able to give that to you, uh, earlier in our marriage, that was hard for me. But now I see the benefit. You come back clear and refreshed and, and it benefits us as a family when we take the time to recharge individually. So those areas of um, like self-care, like saying yes to yourself in those areas, sometimes people will say that feels very selfish when actually it is, it can, it can be a very selfless act whenever it's benefiting the whole, when it's benefiting the family, um, you're able to be more present with each other, but it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. And it makes sense sitting here talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about <clears throat> going and being recharged. And, and I'm sure there's people listening that recognize that there have been times in their life when they have stepped back and pushed pause and made time for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they realized how much, number one, they needed it and how much it helped their relationships and their family or, you know, their even just their immediate surroundings. So, um, making that a priority, I think, is is something that's super important to say yes to. Yeah. So obviously, we're not talking about saying yes to yourself to the point of neglecting responsibility and people that you love and care about, right? This is not giving permission to be a sloth and say, well, I deserve to lay on the couch all day. I'm not touching anything in the house. Although that is good every now and then. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we talked about the way that saying yes to yourself can produce health in like a family system. For example, getting plenty of rest and that sort of thing. But another area maybe to look at saying yes and giving yourself permission to flourish in this year might be in your spirituality um, in the sense of feeling like you don't have time, like telling yourself I'm too busy to complete this Bible plan or I'm too involved in these other activities to be consistent in weekend worship services or I'm too involved in these activities to be involved in a community group or in any type of spiritual practice. We might look at our schedule and say, well, there's just so much going on. And I already feel so guilty about not practicing these things. It's just really hard. So maybe this year a good thing to do is look at, give yourself permission, first of all, to stop beating yourself up about your spirituality because um, Jesus hasn't gone anywhere. And you not um, doing spiritual practices doesn't make him love you any less. So First of all, and maybe start there by giving yourself permission to stop beating yourself up about it and just try some things. Give yourself permission to explore other ways of practicing your faith than maybe you have before. For example, if you've never been in a community group, try one. Um, If you've never practiced silence and solitude, give that a shot. If you've never been to a worship service. Try that. So maybe this is a year to just say yes to something, to say, I'm going to give my self-permission 
to um, slow down in my Bible reading. And rather than every year go through the same Bible plan, I'm going to really slow this down and I'm going to learn to to meditate on Scripture. Um, and I'm just going to slow myself down and be present with that. I read a book earlier this year, uh, Rich Belotus, The Deeply Formed Life. He's a pastor in New York. And he had this quote I wanted to read real quick. He says, as long as we remain enslaved to a culture of speed, superficiality, and distraction, we will not be the people God longs for us to be. So we are giving ourselves permission to not be enslaved by our culture. To mm-hmm. say, you know what? I don't have to do it the way culture expects. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet God and God's going to meet me in maybe a unique way or a way that I've not practiced before. Yeah. And to go one step further is I don't have to do it the way that I feel like people are expecting me to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's such, that's the beauty of the relationship with the Lord is that it's a personal thing. And so you have the liberty to um, launch yourself into maybe areas that you feel being, you're being drawn to Mm -hmm. maybe that it doesn't look like it normally does. Like you were talking about the, um, the one year Bible plan, maybe that's something you've done forever. And maybe you feel like you're being drawn into something different this year that doesn't look like what you've always done. Give yourself permission to, to try that and to allow God to grow new things in you because he, that's what he wants for us. He doesn't want us to be stagnant and stuck in the same routines all the time because you don't grow that way. You don't find out new things about yourself by doing things the way you've always done it, giving yourself permission to expand and just do it different and try something new is, is a really great way to start expanding yourself spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. So this last year has been a year of exploration for me in that area with trying new spiritual practices that I had never really been introduced to. And one's not better than the other. Sometimes certain Practices really help me connect with God in that day or that moment, and it might not the next day. So it's just kind of, yeah, give yourself permission to say yes to to God when he invites you into maybe a new area. Yeah. And maybe if you haven't ever been a journaler before, maybe that's something you try this year is say yes to journaling. And that way, when you're stepping out into these new areas that you feel God drawing you to, you can keep track of it. You can have a record of it. You can go back six months into the year when things are maybe looking a little tough and read over the things that God showed you earlier in the year. Journaling is such a powerful way to connect with scripture Mm -hmm. and also connect to what God's doing in you. Right. So just saying yes to new things that you've never tried before is so important. Yeah. And it's, it's, some people say, well, I don't know how to journal. I hear people say that quite often, or what's the correct way to journal? There is no correct way. It's whatever is in your heart, whatever God might be speaking to you about, whatever impressions you're getting from what you're dealing with that day. Um, The Psalms really are David's journal. It is his laments and praises and experiences in his relationship with God. So maybe your journal looks like a prayer. Maybe it's a lament. Maybe it's a a time of celebration. Maybe you're writing down um, a psalm that really 
sounds like it resonates with you. Like if I could put this the way I feel right now into words, that would be it. Well, take that psalm and write it down and let that be your prayer. So there's just a lot of unique ways to use a journal. Draw pictures, um, sketch, even if you've never done that before. (laughs) So this is something that doesn't have to be limited to the first of every year. Um, We're throwing this out to you at the first of the year, because we know that this is a time that a lot of people tell themselves no. But I think many times throughout the year, we have to revisit, you know, like when you set goals for yourself at the beginning of the year, how quickly do we forget what they were? Mm -hmm. Or we get so busy that we just don't even take the time anymore. So giving yourself permission to give yourself permission multiple times during the year. Um, You know, if you're listening to this and it's not New Year's, try something new. Give yourself the freedom and the liberty to step out of your norm. Things that are keeping you frazzled and maybe wrung out and exhausted. And try something that will feed your spirit and pour life back into you. I hope today we've given you a few ideas of ways to step into the new things that God is wanting to do in your life. Take a chance, try something new, and say yes to yourself a whole lot more than you say no. 